0: Hello, and welcome to the Dietitian Boss Podcast. My name is Yah, I'm an RD2B, Dietitian Boss Podcast co-host and Dietitian Boss Method instructor. The Dietitian Boss Program empowers dietitians and nutritionists to create their private practice from scratch and emboldens already established practitioners to think bigger. The Dietitian Boss Method provides a step-by-step process to improve how you market yourself on social media, So you can become far more profitable and create more impact by working with the clients you truly want to work with. Every week on my solo episode, I will dive deep when answering questions submitted by you all via our Instagram story poll and comment section of our Instagram account. So stay tuned. On today's episode, we have Joyce Verdejo. She's a Latin registered dietitian with 20 years of experience in the dietetic field. She is very passionate about better access to diabetes education for the Hispanic and Latin community. She provides education, support and empowerment for Latin and Hispanic people touched by type 2 diabetes so they can take an active role in managing their health.
1: And where can they find you Joyce? What social media platforms? YouTube at Latin Diabetes Nutrition and I have an Instagram account that it's latin.diabetes.nutrition but I'm more active on YouTube.
0: Very cool. I'm super excited to chat with you on this episode since you are using YouTube as a primary driver for your business while implementing the principles and methodology of the dietitian boss method, which is so exciting. This is going to be such a great episode. So can you talk about where you started with your virtual private practice? Like maybe take us back to last year when you started the program and share with us where you are now.
1: I had my Instagram account. It was all over the place. Nothing like, not a good message. I wasn't having a, a clear message for my audience. And I enrolled in Libby's um, program, and I got a lot of information which helped me a lot with my Instagram account. However, I started also my YouTube account or channel in May of 2019. But when I decided to focus more on Instagram. I decided to pause that and provide 100% of my efforts for Instagram. It works for me, but it still was more appealing for me, YouTube, because of the video. When I started the Instagram account, it wasn't too clear about the IGTV wasn't available. The stories were a little bit like uh, new and that's the reason why i decided to rebump my youtube channel and that's what i'm working right now incredible that's so awesome like yeah i was looking at one of
0: your videos from a year ago that has like thirty-four thousand views so you're getting amazing yes
1: yes yes it was amazing when i start seeing that i said no i think and I didn't did anything. That was a video that I recorded like a long time ago at the beginning of my channel. And I committed more to Instagram. Um, but then I decided I need to go back to YouTube because it's what I really like to do. It's video. I like to talk. I like to show my face so people can see my feelings and my how I'm, I'm able to deliver the information they are asking for. So... When I saw those numbers, I say, No, I need to go, go back to YouTube. And it's been great. It's been great.
0: Awesome. I would love for you to dive deeper now into the types of clients that you work with now in your current niche and share with the listeners if this is where you started. A lot of dietitians are coming from kind of like a big net type of experience where they help children and peds. They maybe do mm-hmm. renal rotations. They're doing weight management. They're all over the place. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your current niche. If this is where you started, if it's evolved and what you like yeah. about working with this
1: niche. Yeah, sure. No, this wasn't my niche. I was a critical care dietitian. It was too much, although I love it. It wasn't Helping me get to the people that I really, really wanted to help. That was the people with diabetes. So I niched down and I started talking about diabetes, general information about diabetes. But one of our teammates from the group that I enrolled with on Libby last year, she said to me, why you don't talk about more Latin and Hispanic people? And this is, thank you to, uh, I forgot her name. (laughs) Um, Fatima, yes. Uh Uh-huh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Fatima. (laughs) Sorry, Fatima. So yeah, she was the one who said to me, Joyce, you should maybe focus more on Latin, Hispanic people and change your handle in Instagram. And that was like an uh aha moment to me because that's the people that I really, really want to help that I connect with them, that I, I can relate with them. And it was uh, uh, awesome. So kudos and thank yous to Fatima.
0: Yeah. It's the one wonderful thing about the program is being able to connect and share ideas and network. So mm-hmm. such an underestimated thing to be able to be in a place yes. of entrepreneurs. Yes. Yes. So has this always been your dream can you share maybe three or four words that come to mind with running your own business, especially since you just said you were a critical care dietitian and you didn't feel really aligned. And okay. oftentimes, you know, when you're in school, you don't hear about all the different ways that you can be a dietitian. Most people feel like it's very limited. You work in a hospital, you go work at WIC, maybe you do some mm-hmm. policy development, but we don't really hear about all the interesting ways that you can be of service as a dietitian. So I would love for you to share. What your dreams were when you kind of first started, and then now that you're living this dream of having your own business, a couple words that come to mind.
1: Well, to be honest with you, I didn't have this dream before. I was enclosed into a to five job, and that was it. I didn't think about outside the box, and thanks to Levy, I was able to do so. There is a lot we can do. There is a lot of people needing our help and I'm very thankful about having the opportunity to participate with Libby because it opened my mind to other types of business and jobs that dietitians can do not the regular one the hospital or the week or Mm -hmm. public health or so so in three words that I learned when I was doing this program was is or yeah was but still yeah <laughs> joy because literally it brings joy to me helping my clients empowerment mm-hmm. empowerment because I didn't believe on myself Aww. and she helped me get to that point she helped me also trying to change my mindset because I was so like although I, I'm very proud of myself I'm not carrying myself very well but when it was stuff like this that we haven't been taught you doubt you get like a, I don't know if this is the right thing to do yeah So uh, I would say joy empowerment and success oh so those that. are my words that I live by and I think about them every single day because this is not a sprint It's a marathon, and this is my own journey, and I'm able to see what I have created with the help of the team and the program, and it's my own pace, and I'm loving it, so... (laughs) Yeah. Just a little
0: sidebar, you guys, Joyce and I were in the same group together. We were in banana. Yeah, (laughs) I was like, that group was legendary. I'm biased. (laughs) I think our group was legendary. And um, to your point, Joyce, we were all like beginners, you know, really struggling with not knowing how to use Canva, wanting to do all the things on social media, kind of wanting to help so many people. So What Joyce just said is so important, you guys, is that, you know, once you really start to allow yourself to be open and kind of take in the method or whatever you're doing right now, maybe you're not working with a coach, maybe you're learning something new on your own, but it brings you a sense of empowerment, but you can't just go into it knowing, like wanting to know everything, like immediately and just knowing, like Joyce said, it is a journey and once you're done with any type of mentorship, the learning continues and you're mm-hmm. so growing. And I remember yes. us all struggling to create content and supporting <laughs> yeah. each
1: other. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. It was such a beautiful <laughs> thing. And then the joy, the joy of finally being mm-hmm. able to do something that you love is, it's just so beautiful. And I, I'm so, so excited. And I'm so, eager to hear more about your YouTube stuff later in this interview, but I wonder, cause I never really asked people when we were in banana, but what made you want to take it to the next level? What made you sign up for the program? Was there like an experience at work? Like what made you go no. after it?
1: I still work my A to four job because I'm still building my online business, but I decided to get to the next level because I was wasting so much time trying to figure out this on my own. And I say, oh my gosh, Libby keeps posting information about other dietitian boss doing a great job and doing what they really want to do. And I'm here just in my mind, in my own, trying to figure out how to do that. Because to be honest with you, Amja, I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to spend money on myself. And I say no, I'm not doing it. Period. I'm not doing it. And everything keeps going back to Libby. I say, okay, I, I need to just take a leap of faith and do it. And yeah. here I am. Yeah, here I am. So it yeah. took me, it took me a couple of, I would say maybe like a year because I connect with Libby when she really was starting her business, and. She was doing well, and yeah, I keep watching her and say, yeah, fine, um, I can do that, yes, I can do that, I, do that. I <laughs> and, love that. And, a, and a year later, I say, no, Joyce, you can't, <laughs> on your own, you can't, you need to hire a coach, so that's what I did, and yeah, um, I do not regret that decision. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't regret it either. The community. Yeah. Oh, my God. The networking alone is like invaluable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so many people in this short period of time. I mean, I don't know any other environment where I, where I would have connected with you, Fatima, Marissa, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, like anybody else. Like it's it's so powerful. The community aspect alone. Yeah. And- yeah. And of course, like you said, you know, doing it on your own is tough because you want to feel like you're building know, like, and trust. You want to feel like you're speaking to your people and learning some of the methodology is really helpful and you landing on that. So can you give an example when you felt like, yes, I'm building my no like, trust factor on Instagram or YouTube with your audience? Can you share some insights?
1: Well, I would say YouTube. I got a lot of comments and message And just people saying that they really like to get the information that I'm providing to them and in a way that they can understand because I'm like them. I'm Latina, I'm Hispanic, and somehow they trust what I'm saying. And that has been amazing. So I will say comments and people enrolling to my one-on-one coaching. I started small, um, like Libby suggests in my Instagram now I'm moving toward the group coaching, but has been great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful to see that interaction happen because it can be crickets at first when you're posting and all my you are just like, what am I doing wrong? Then you realize, Oh, I got to make this simpler. I got to make it so people understand, you know, and that's what they're looking for to be like, okay, like you said, Oh, I understand what you're saying. It makes it easy for me, especially Mm -hmm. when you're talking about someone who's you know, newly diagnosed with type two diabetes and you have the cultural food element and they're probably hearing Correct. the opposite of what you're hearing. So of course they're like, Oh my God, I don't think I can have my cultural foods and manage Correct. my condition. So um kudos to you for creating a nice little thank market you. for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. And a big part of really being able to start getting here, setting goals, like goal setting is, highly, highly, highly undervalued. Mm-hmm. And most people just oftentimes just like put money out there as a goal. But there's like little mini action steps. So you can share goals that are not even money related. But what were some mm-hmm. goals, some short and long-term goals you set for yourself, whether that was mindset, um whether it's just kind of like the tech stuff. I would love for you to kind of share how you got into this program and kind of set yourself up for success and how you carry that forward.
1: Well Goals, short ones. The first one was creating the business and trying to reach people so they can know me and I can build that trust. And I think I have done that now. Still, I'm working on that because there is always room for improvement. So I'm still working on that. Long-term goals, I would like to have multiple streams of income. And I think, again, this is something that I learned with Libby. There's so much we can do. And I don't know why going to college is just saying to us, okay, clinical dietitian, public health dietitian, and that's it, or administration dietitian, and that's it. And there's so much you can do. And I'm not afraid anymore to think about money. As a good thing. And I'm not afraid about thinking in big. Yes. So Love again, babies, baby steps, right? It's not, a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, but I know I'm heading in the right path. So A
0: hundred percent. Yeah. I just interviewed by the time our episode comes out, my episode with Libby should be out as well. So this will be a surprise to people listening, but maybe not (laughs) the announcements already been made, but we've also, as a dietitian boss team have recognized that what it means to be a private practice practitioner needs to be more open. So our program is going to teach dietitians how to build a course, how to grow on Facebook. Oh, how to wow, do, yeah, 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 how to do group coaching. Before, when we were in the program, it was one to one, but to your point, Joyce, we got a lot of feedback very similar to yours. And we were like, okay, we want to help people have multiple streams of income. So I'm mm-hmm. so excited for you. And whether that's ebooks, group coaching, a course, yes. you know, any YouTube monetizing, all that good stuff. Yes it's wonderful to see that you're pursuing that. And I hope those listening are inspired by you because, you know, Joyce says, I believe you have like a thousand plus YouTube. Yeah. I,
1: I only have 1000 and I think it's 60 or something like that. Yeah. And have been days and weeks that nobody has subscribed to my channel, but that doesn't derail me. Yeah. That doesn't affect me anymore. I was like, oh, why? I want to get so bad to the 1,000 or whatever the number. Yeah. Um, what, but I don't care about that anymore. My message is going out. People are listening to my message. They're watching my videos. They're asking me questions. They are getting asking me for one-on-one coaching. And that's the only thing what, what matters. So again, I'm happy. And I think that I was able to revamped my channel because of Libby's program. Because if you see, if you watch my videos from before the Libby's program, they were a mess. My thumbnails, bad ass, <laughs> yeah, bad, I know. bad, bad. 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 <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. It's like I took the same information and just pull it to transfer it to YouTube. That's awesome. it. And it works perfectly fine. And the proof are my videos. I have videos that they only have like 30, 45 or so view time. But again, the beauty of YouTube, it's that you create that video and it stay there forever. And whoever is looking for what you are trying to solve, they will be watched. Yes, they will. And they and they will consume your videos and you will get there. Yes. And that was it, that was something that I was looking for because to be honest with you, Instagram, I couldn't deal with the post. I'm so bad with captions. Yeah. So so bad. But give me a camera, give me a video, and I will be there. Yeah. And I will nail that. And and I like that and I'll talk the way that they want me to talk and I will I will let them know what's going on and again I have seen that because I have the numbers I have the, the yeah. proof so it's okay to have Instagram I'm not saying nothing about Instagram yeah. by the time I needed to start the, this yeah. Instagram was my my way yeah But once I figured out, okay, you can go back to YouTube and use the same um, framework that Levy taught you, you can, you can do this. And that's what I did. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's very interesting, you
0: know, where we find our strengths and that's a big part of why even the dietitian boss, we have a YouTube channel that we started too. you know, being diverse on multiple platforms. you're, You're definitely not incorrect. We love, you know, teaching DBs to build on one platform with the intention of taking what you learn and then being able to repeat it on a platform like TikTok or YouTube. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely correct, which is why we love hearing about your particular story and other stories of people that are growing on other platforms, that the Mm -hmm. information is transferable you have a hard, hard action that's essentially your thumbnail or the way Correct. you start your video and then kind of talking about the problem solution outcome throughout your video and then a call Correct. to action. watch my next video or click the link mm-hmm. to book one-on-one Correct. So it, it's so interesting that sometimes people may not see that connection but i think it's so beautiful joyce that you were able to take the framework and take it yeah no offense no offense you know some your confidence is really important. And sometimes, you know, if you feel more confident doing one thing, we have a lot of DBs recently doing more IGTV and reels and stuff and doing more stories and lives. You know, it's great to be within your comfort because that's what you're going to do consistently. But whenever Bring you it. can, you did challenge yourself to do Instagram posts. I remember for a while. Yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> and again, not only the post, I think it's the the caption and... In- yep. It was difficult for me to create that, that story, to engage with yes. people. And sometimes I was just listening just to crickets. And here wow. with YouTube, people just look for me. I don't look for them. Yeah. On Insta- in Instagram, you need to... Post, 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 post. Yes, correct. So people can look to you and, 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 and get to you. YouTube, they just search for me. Yeah, I'm just there waiting for them. And here you have me do whatever you need to do with my videos. And that's it. So that's something that also took a lot of pressure from me because I was like, what's going on, Joyce, you are not nailing this. Yeah, you paid this, you you enroll in this program, you're seeing your teammates doing super well, and you're like super behind. And that was something that I also learned not to confirm myself to everybody else because everybody has their own journey. Yeah. But it took me a while, but I nailed it. So I it I, did. I don't care anymore how everybody else is doing. Not that I don't care, but- Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> I, I have my mean. own stuff. <laughs> yeah. And that's so important,
0: especially being in a group coaching program. That is like the first thing because we had people that, blew up and got thousands of followers yeah. blew up mm-hmm. built their group coaching programs really fast we were all on our own spectrum but the the great thing is you know Joyce and, and myself included have the utmost respect for those who moved like faster than we did and that's oh, yeah community and and them.
1: they also I learned so much from their journey because they yeah. shared that information with us and they give us at least two, for me and I'm pretty sure for the rest of the group who needed um feedback Yeah, not only not only from Fatima, from you, from Melissa, from. Yeah, Yeah. so it's amazing. It's amazing. And again, I keep thinking that on my own, I couldn't achieve this. There is no way I would be doing this on my own. I needed to be part of the team, be part of the program, learn what I learned and move forward.
0: Yeah, totally. And a quick little point for anyone that's on here, you brought up a really good point, Joyce, about the difference between Instagram and YouTube. And you're totally correct when it comes to how people find you. YouTube is the second largest search engine owned by the first, like the largest Google. Search engine in the world. Uh-huh. Google. So it's evergreen. Meaning if you post uh-huh. a video about how to man- use your glucose monitor, like two years ago, it's still relevant now if people are still searching for those keywords. Where Mm in-screen, it is a 24 hour news cycle. It's like a newspaper, right? Like every day we get a newspaper. So your content on social media, in particular Instagram, needs to be fresh. It's a newspaper out. So you gotta put it out. And I appreciate your feedback about captions because honestly, from my experience in Banana with you and some of the most recent groups that I've been a part of, we've moved towards templates. So now we have caption templates, story templates, templates to make okay. graphics. We have like templates, 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 because you're correct. That okay. is a barrier. That is totally a barrier. And some people may find their strength, maybe just talking on video because mm-hmm. in having like that evergreen versus, you know, being fresh in news. And I, I think it's so great to see how private practice practitioners are going to move forward on social media and find their space. Cause it's all about finding your space. I agree.
1: Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. And
0: congratulations for finding your space on YouTube. Like, oh, thank you. It's was fun. I, we enjoy it too. It's, it's, thank it's incredible. You, thank so let's talk about money now. Can you share how much money you've made using social media, Instagram, YouTube? I think you said YouTube primarily. And yes. About that.
1: I started with my 101, like Libby suggests, um, small prices. So that way you know what's going on. So with that, I earned $1,200. It's not enough or too big. Not enough. It's not a big amount. But for me, was something like, wow, okay. I proved that I'm rentable. So yes. I can move forward to for the next step. And what I did with that money was pay credit cards. <laughs> yep. So my goal is to become consumer debt-free yeah so i'm working toward that and then everything else will be just like gravy yeah awesome.
0: and there's something to it. A lot of people may sit back and say, "1,200 only. 12, I want to make 10k first, and so on and so forth." One of the most eye-opening things, if you're coming from clinical, or if you're coming from undergrad, or you're coming from DPD, or wherever you're coming from, and starting online is being being able to get your first freaking dollar. Like getting someone a yeah. stranger finding you online and paying you. Mm-hmm. That, and I feel like people like so underestimate, it's like an amazing feeling when someone pays your invoice, no matter if it's a dollar, 3000 for coaching and you should Mm be, and I know you're, I can hear your pride when you said the 1200 and I understand the pride in that. I think it takes being in the hustle to really understand that that's a lot of money, which is great. And it's going to multiply with your confidence and consistency,
1: of course. Yes, yes, yes. So Again, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. And then can you share kind of like your money story or beliefs?
0: Because going from working for someone else, kind of doing that eight to four, or nine to five, you have someone that's like cutting you a check every week. And now you're going to setting your own prices, getting on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, sending an invoice, taking that payment. And, you know, that can be tough for a lot of people. Can So can you share a little bit about your money story and how you were able to kind of shape your confidence And like, you know, charging and and reaching out and getting people to want to work with you.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a good money um, mindset. I'm from Puerto Rico. My family, my dad was the only one working and we were literally living paycheck to paycheck. So we had a lot of struggles and all of that. And I promised myself that I didn't want to go through the same stuff that my parents went through. I'm very, very appreciative for that because it was a learning experience, but that's the reason why I decided to join this program because like Libby taught us, there's more than your nine to five job. There's more out there that you can do and do that helping people and loving your job and earning money at the same time. So it was a, a big struggle for me trying to figure it out that my first calls on Instagram were a mess. I was like not selling myself. I was like literally talking to them and somehow saying to them, no, don't do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. It's like my, my voice wasn't like Strong like it is right now. My voice wasn't not strong, but I didn't have that empowerment. I don't know something was missing, and I think it it was that I didn't believe on myself. So Mm -hmm. trying to sell my program on Instagram was a mess because my mindset wasn't there. But then again, I changed that, and everything started working fine on. YouTube. So, and I think also it's that um, when I started Instagram, I wasn't working with Latin people. I was more general. And once I changed to Latin Hispanic people, I said, okay, this is what I know. Nobody can come to me and say, no, you're saying something wrong. Because I know my people, I know their pain points. I know their struggles and I can sell this and I can help them achieve what they're looking for. So that's when I change everything and I say, okay, th- this is what I need to do.
0: Amazing. So inspiring, Joyce. Oh, I'm going to play this episode over and over. There's just <laughs> so much, so much growth. I can hear the growth. In your story and I guess it, I'm a, it's that's, more- That's what
1: I'm saying. It wasn't with me. Yeah. And I think that's the process and that's the beauty of the program that you grow slowly, but steady. Yeah. Okay. You, you get your, your water, your nutrients and all of that. And you eventually became a beautiful flower. And here yeah. I am. <laughs>
0: yes. I already know this is going to be a graphic. I can already see it. I can see it. It's such a beautiful a comparison and part of that confidence is like, you know, being able to show up that way also in your content creation process. So I know you're mostly doing YouTube, so I'm okay if you want to focus on that or your Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you walk us through your creation process of like planning your YouTube videos, how you're able to figure out like your topics and where you get inspiration from?
1: So like I said, I'm definitely, I'm 100% active on YouTube, not active on Instagram, but the way that I develop my message and provide the messages through videos and the way that i get the inspiration i have a board and in that board i have um juicy questions that my subscribers ask me on comment sections also i get juicy questions from my other people that are not necessarily on my same niche but they're latin doctors that they also help people with diabetes and there's a lot of people asking questions so there are doctors i'm a dietitian so when they try to talk about stuff of nutrition i say okay uh-huh i got it <laughs> i can do a video about that so so that's it one way another way it um, search engine optimization so basically yep. i just search what people is looking for if you go to google or youtube You just type how to blow dry your hair, whatever. And which pop up a lot of um, videos or questions or sentences Mm -hmm. that people have been typing. And that will give you an idea which ones are the the most that people are looking for. And that will give you an idea of which videos you can start doing. And the third one, pain points. Yeah. Those are the, the, the main ideas or no ideas. The category, how how I get inspiration to create my videos.
0: Amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tried and true with the method doing the market research. Yeah, there's no way around it. So I love that you outline all your different processes because yeah, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'll just go to another platform where it's quote unquote, less work. You still have to, oh, no, no. to create.
1: <laughs> yeah, you still have yes. to research. Like there's
0: there's no way to eliminate getting into your yes. client's head. So, like you said, maybe you go to allied like accounts. So you're a dietitian, you go to a doctor's account to learn where mm-hmm. okay, oh, hey, that's a good inspiration. Or, you know, through your market research, whether it's through the comments or getting on phone calls or looking on message. Mm-hmm. boards, it, it never changes no matter what platform. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you have to get comfortable with doing market research and your search engine optimization. That actually still works for Instagram, too. You mm-hmm. can do the same thing, kind of searching in Google, searching in Facebook groups. Yeah. Looking up common questions. So thank you so much for sharing how you do your process and hopefully. Yeah. That, and
1: and at that, that point, it's, it's so, it's a key point. Not because you're choosing another platform, it means that. You will be doing great. You need to do your job. Yep. You need to to do your assignments and yes, you need to do that.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely when you have your business, there are things that you have to do. You may not like doing them. You may think that they're boring or time consuming. But with you know with patience and organizing your day, it, it isn't that bad. And at some point, you know you can hire out for someone to do it. But this is totally a part of running your business. Like. You have to keep researching and staying on top of it. I like that you have a whiteboard. So if you guys are listening, you know, find your way of how you're going to collect mm-hmm. that information for sure. And you're just going to have to start imperfectly. So on the, yes. like the next question, the dietitian boss method teaches DBs and DBs to be to just get started imperfectly. Can you share a time that you got advice from a coach or someone in the group to do something imperfectly and how you felt about that?
1: I would say posting. Posting was my biggest concern when I was doing the group and working on Instagram. Mm -hmm. The creation of the post and the caption and and the reason was because I was thinking more about me Mm -hmm. and I didn't have the niche that I have right now. So I was thinking like generally and I didn't have the right ideas, Mm -hmm. but they keep pushing me in a good way. Um, My teammates. Gave me a lot of feedback in a good way. And I started niching down. And that's when I changed to Latin people. And my posts were a little bit better. And my captions were better improving. But still, I I didn't feel like connecting with them. But definitely, I will say that any recommendations that you guys are getting from the coaches, just follow through. because they know what they're doing and they have done this before and it works. It works. It's that you need to just like everything else, get out of your comfort zone and do the work. Definitely.
0: Thank you so much, Joyce. That's so powerful. And then the last question I want to ask you is, can you share a specific example? I know you've shared quite a few where the dietitian boss method empowered you and it'd be great if you had like one like small story or maybe it's a longer story I think it'd be a wonderful note to end this episode on
1: I will say it provides to me or empower me to have a clear idea about my goals to be concise mm-hmm. with my vision and also about my plan So. Having those goals, that vision, that uh, plan set up, it definitely helped me a lot. And again, I got that from the program. If I was doing that, just me, again, I will for sure say that I couldn't work well or perform Mm -hmm. the way that I'm doing it right now. So having your goals, like a clear goal, having your vision, having your plan set up, And what you want will propel you to keep moving every single day. You may have good days. Other days may not be as good. You may see other people doing better. But this is your own journey. Don't think about nobody else. It's your own journey. Enjoy this. Enjoy what you're doing. And you will see your vision and your goals come through.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Joyce. And as a reminder, where can they check you out on YouTube, since that's your platform of preference?
1: Yes, Latin diabetes nutrition. And just a quick note, because it's um, um, for Latinos and Hispanic, my videos are 100% in Spanish. I know that I was in Instagram doing both English and Spanish, but that didn't work. So Spanish only videos has been a huge difference, and um you're more than welcome to watch them but they're 100% Spanish so I love
0: it. I love that you're you're honing in on your message and you're speaking to your people literally and that's important. It it makes a difference when you show up the way that people want you to show up. So mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Way.
1: No, thank you. It was a pleasure and say hi to Libby. I, to will. I will, I <laughs> will.
0: If you are inspired by this episode, click subscribe so we can fill your library with encouragement each week. Every day, your potential clients are searching online for professionals like you with the hopes of finding the right person who can make a genuine impact on their well-being and life. Join my group coaching program and follow the Dietitian Boss Method. You will be surrounded by other amazing dietitian bosses from around the world who will be there to cheer you on, support you, give you feedback, and provide you a spark for new ideas, all while following the proven dietitian boss method. You will be able to share your successes and struggles with people who get it. Book a call with my team to learn how you can become your own boss.